Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Anything wrong with anything. Recorded live. Ever. We would have, way back when the church was smaller, we would have every uh, Tuesday, we would have a service review meeting where we would sit in a room with the worship leader and a couple of other people and Pastor Rick and I, and we would go over the service. This was Pastor Rick's comment six, seven, eight years in a row. I thought it was awesome. I thought it was great. Well, what about areas for improvement? I can't think of any. I don't know how it could get better than that. Really? No, I don't want to get critical of him right now. <laughs> How many people would say, I do see the negative. I constantly see it and recognize it and have to put it down. Put up your hand if you're like that. Put up your hand if you're like, yeah, I really don't see it. Someone have to point it out to me. I'm just humming a tune, having an awesome day again today. Go ahead, put up your hand if you're like that. Love you. <laughs> you're like that too. I see your smile right there. You are like that. I know you are. I'm trying to love you. <laughs> now, those are two very different things. And if you're a person who has a critical thought, an eye for things, you see, that's, not, that's too short. That's the wrong color. That's the, that's the second thing, a wrong expectations. You have an expectation of something that isn't likely coming. That could be a log on the fire of your negativity. I relate to that a lot. Just let it go. Just let it go. It's not going to change. Critical eye, wrong expectations, a negative friends. When surrounded by wrongdoers, wrongdoing comes easily. And if your friends aren't friends of faith, if your friends are friends of doubt, you hang up the phone with them, you're like, oh, I've got to remember not to take her call. Because every time you do, you're going to get an earful of what's wrong with the world and wrong with her life and wrong with your hair and wrong with your this. And Negativity often flows from unresolved hurt. I'll go first and say that I understand that. It has to get resolved. Sometimes you can find yourself kicking the dog when you're not mad at the dog at all. It's something else. And you can't get to the to the bottom of it, and so it wells up inside you and comes out elsewhere. Thank God for patient, loving spouses and friends who absorb that, but don't stay there. Let it go. Move on. And then lastly, uh, bad time management. Bad time management leads to a lot of negativity. If you have too much time on your hands, you know, you're, you're just a, a, a screen and a mouse away from becoming an uh, Internet troll, going around searching for significance, leaving your who cares comments all over everything, just trying to get your voice heard. No one is blessed by that. You're not helping anything. 
if you have too much time on your hands. If you have too little time on your hands and you're late for this and late for that and late for that, you're, you're running, running, running all the time. And, and, and this is more what I would battle. And you're looking for places and people to bear the weight of the fact that you've taken on too much. And, and you're going to express your frustration in that context. Better to do a lot less things. I got a little submission this week for, I don't know, eight or nine speaking requests here, there, and everywhere all over North America and what else. And it was so fun to go, no, 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 no. I want to love my family. I want to lead our church. I don't want to use my time poorly and let negativity... See, it's, it's one or the other. You have too much time or you don't have enough time. Either one of those can be a log on the negativity fire. And it just, I don't know how you feel about it, but it grieves me to think that God hears it. God hears it. Think back to the time when you were a kid. What was the time when you were a kid when you were most uber over-the-top thankful. I mean, you had a bright smile on your face, and, and you had the world by the tail, and you were so happy and so thankful. When was that? All right. All right, Christmas morning. Christmas morning. Why? Because I had been given so much. How many of the presents under the tree did you buy? person who called out Christmas morning. None. Thank you for your honesty. Zero, right? And all God's people said? Zero. He gave nothing. He got everything, and he gave nothing. Does that remind you of anything? Does that remind you of the cross? That's what Jesus did when he gave his life as a sacrifice for our sins so we could be forgiven. We gave nothing. We received everything. And all that he asks is what? Just a grateful heart. Just a positive, grateful faithful, forward-looking demeanor in view of what it cost and all that I've received in Christ. Bunch of bratty kids. Bunch of bratty Christian kids. God forgive us. So, do what? God hears our negativity, therefore own it. Own it. It's a pattern of sinful thinking. Negativity is. It's a pattern of sinful thinking that you get into. Like the kid who's, this was my favorite present one Christmas, and, and you get this ball. And you were five or six, and you were so happy to have this ball. And you were playing with it and bouncing it and enjoying it, and then all of a sudden you lost the ball. Now, the way you think about that is going to be real important. Stupid, dime store, cheap, slippery ball. Really? My parents had given me ball bouncing lessons. That wouldn't have happened. I'm such a loser. I always drop balls. Those are all really bad roads to go down. Think about it. Pattern of thinking. Or how about, eh, I dropped the ball. No big deal. I'll just... Come on, give it, give it for me. I dropped the ball. I'll just, uh, I'll just ask my friend to get it for me. Thank you. You've got to own it. You have to own it. 
This is my way of thinking about things. And it's sin. And God hears it. And then this. Negativity is sin. God hears our negativity. And someone say, tell it like it is. But I'm afraid, I'm afraid to tell you the truth. God hates our negativity. He hates it. If you look at chapter 11, verse 1, and the people complained in the hearing of the Lord about their misfortune, and when the Lord heard it, it says, when the Lord heard it, that his anger, that his anger do you see it there? Was kindled, and the fire of the Lord burned among them. In the next chapter, uh, very similar, in verse eight, uh, 9, it says, in regard to all of this, that the anger of the Lord was kindled against, was kindled against them. And uh, so don't miss this cause-effect formula, okay? Here's the formula. My negativity plus God's hearing equals God's anger. How, how good are you at math? How good are you at math? Are you pretty good at math? That's a pretty straightforward. That's not some calculus thing I just gave you there. That's some pretty basic math. My negativity plus God's hearing equals God's anger. Now, an educated Christian, and we got a lot of them uh, at church this weekend, an educated Christian would say, my, my, Pastor James, it just really surprises me that you don't know that all of God's anger for my sin was poured out upon Jesus on the cross. And I, God's not angry with me. I'm saved. And I'm forgiven. And I, I am loved. Pastor James, you, you, you need to get out of the Old Testament. Um, that is uh, true. All of God's anger for our sin was poured out upon Jesus. That is absolutely true. And if you have turned from your sin and embraced Jesus Christ by faith, you are saved and you are forgiven and you are loved. And God is not angry with your negativity if you are saved. Would you just turn with me to one passage in the New Testament that might cause you to think about this a bit differently? Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10, I preached a message on this uh, back around 2007 or 2008 when we went through the book of Hebrews. Hebrews 10:26. I kind of want you to turn there, so I'm going to wait for a second so you can get there. Make the lovely sound of the pages in your Bible turning. All right, got it? If we go on sinning deliberately, I'm forgiven. I can be as negative as I want. I'm forgiven. If we go on sinning deliberately after receiving the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sin, but a fearful expectation of judgment and a fury of fire that will consume the adversaries. Anyone who set aside the law of Moses dies without mercy on the evidence of two or three witnesses. How much worse punishment do you think will be deserved by the one who has trampled underfoot the Son of God and profaned the blood of the covenant and outraged the spirit of grace? 
The spirit of grace is God giving you forgiveness because of what Jesus Christ did. So you can debate with me about whether God is or isn't angry, but I can tell you this for a fact. If you don't think humbling yourself under the word of God and living to please the God who saved you is your primary mission, you're not saved. Okay? So you you can't get out of this with the cross. Say what you want to say about it. God has very strong feelings about it, and saved people care about what God says about what he hears. That's what negativity is. It just takes an awesome thing that God's doing and just, ah, it just wrenches it out of the heart of faith. For additional resources or to request today's message, call 1-800-545-6800 or go to jamesmcdonald.tv. Now stay with us. There's much more teaching ahead from James McDonald here on Walk in the Word. You might be surprised how often I talk to people who are having trouble getting traction spiritually or to change the analogy, they don't seem to be able to feed themselves. Uh, Peter said, as newborn babes desire the pure milk of the word so that you can grow. The writer of Hebrews goes on to say that spiritual food is actually like meat. You know, we know how to feed ourselves physically. Everybody knows how to go to a restaurant, go to the grocery store, make the meal, do the barbecue. Everyone's feeding themselves physically, but they don't know how to feed themselves spiritually. Every time we offer you a resource, we're giving you access to spiritual food. You can't complain about being malnourished if you're not taking the time to feed yourself. Have you ever felt stuck? I mean, really stuck? Stuck emotionally? Stuck in a pattern of addiction? Stuck in your marriage? It's just so hard to get any traction. Today, be encouraged. God's Word meets you where you are, including those places where you're in need of fresh traction, starting with clear teaching on God's design for men and women. Pastor James McDonald's book, Act Like Men, will help you discover what it means to be a strong, uncompromised, godly man. And ladies, do you ever wonder if you've got what it takes? In this exclusive message delivered to thousands of women, Pastor James reminds you that you have all you need in Christ and so much more. Request these resources today when you support the ministry with any amount. If you're ready to take the next step, we invite you to request the Ask Like Men and Unstuffed DVD set, along with some fun desktop reminders for the men in your life. The power to propel you forward is available to every believer, and the steps to break free from common struggles are detailed in these resources. Order your items today from Walk in the Word. No pattern of failure can defeat you. No relationship is beyond repair. No fear can keep you from God's conquering love. Discover hope and lasting help as you pursue God's plan and purpose for your life. Call 800-545-6800 or go to jamesmcdonald.tv right now to request these life-altering resources. Maybe part of what God's hate is how destructive it is to us. The time and energy that we waste is staggering. And that's what negativity does. 
it just takes an awesome thing that God's doing and just, ah, ah I'm sorry, just, it just wrenches it out of the heart of faith. And, and I'm glad that that isn't true, and I'm glad that you're not like that. And I praise God that you're not like that. And I, I'm thankful to be preaching a message on this when I'm not trying to correct anything about anyone except myself. That's the truth. That's what's actually true. And I want you to take the same mindset that this isn't a message for your sister. I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this to my sister. I think that would be an error. I'm just going to say I think that would be an error. I think it would be better if you just took it to heart yourself. That's what I'm trying to do. Um, so then God hears our negativity. God hates our negativity. God judges our negativity. That's the last thing. God judges our negativity. He hears it. We need to own it. He hates it. We need to stop it. And he judges it. It's pretty hard to miss that in the text. Let me just show uh, both of these to you. Uh, chapter 11, verse 1. His anger was kindled, and the fire of the Lord burned among them and consumed some outlying parts of the camp. And then chapter 12, verse 10. When the cloud removed from over the tent, behold, Miriam was leprous like snow. And Aaron turned toward Miriam, and behold, she was leprous. So uh, God judged it. God brought consequences to choose to sin. What? And God brought consequences to bear upon them so that we could be as free. He's like, man, this happened a long time ago. 1 Corinthians 10 says that the things that happened to them happened as examples to us upon whom the ends of the age have come. That's there for us now. For us now. That's why that's there. God hears it. He hates it. And he judges it he really does what should we do well he hears it we should own it I'm kind of like that sometimes God hates it we should stop it and God judges it we should repent of it notice that in both texts chapter 11 verse 2 the people cried out to Moses so Moses prayed to the Lord and the fire died down chapter 12 uh, it says, And Aaron said to Moses, O oh my Lord, do not punish us, because we have done foolishly and have sinned. See, there it is. It's sin. Let her not be as one dead whose flesh is half eaten away. Moses cried out to the Lord. Now, here, here's what I want to do in the time that's left. I'd like to just um, invite you to begin to think now about the front of the church. Uh, like... Um, a place of worship and surrender. And I just want to encourage you. I'm not going to oppress you harder than I have already, but if you have some things that you'd like to repent of, I'm certainly not standing in judgment of you. I think I've been pretty open about where this series has convicted me. I don't think I've hid that from you. And I've uh, done some repenting for sure this week even. And I just want to encourage you as God's working on us that you would allow him to work on you too. And if you have something specific that you really want to um, repent of, to lay before the Lord, come right now and just kneel here at the front. I'm going to pray over all of us on all of our campuses in just a moment. Uh, but I want you just to come right now. We can all stand. And, and uh, you could just come and kneel here at the front and say, I really do need... Uh, to get my legs moving and create a memory of earnest confession and contriteness before the Lord. Let's all pray. Father, we uh, 
come before you now. We come boldly. You say in your word that we should come boldly to the throne of grace to find help. And here we are. This is the throne of grace. Thank you that your throne is a throne of grace. You could have called it a throne of holiness for holy you are. And we would be afraid to approach. You could have called it a throne of judgment. And apart from Christ, that is all that would be in our future. How is it possible that the God of the universe calls this place of prayer a throne of grace? Thank you, God, for letting us know that your disposition is open arms. Thank you, God, that your heart for us is not to condemn us, not to, not to judge us, but that because you have showered your love upon us in Jesus Christ, your heart is to forgive us and to change us. And we want that. God, we, we came forward because we're, we're just kind of at a time in our life right now where we just don't want to be stuck. We, we don't want another trip around Mount Sinai. We don't want another year in the wilderness, God. We have to be. It's urgent now. We have to know that we're right with you. And where there's patterns of thinking, God, of fear and anxiety. When you say, fear not, for I've called you by name and you are mine. When you walk through the waters, I will be with you. And they will not overwhelm you. God, we haven't been living, some of us, like that. We pray instead that you would replace our doubt and our fear with faith and confidence. I would have despaired unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And because the name of the Lord is a strong tower, and the righteous that run into it are safe, and because we can look to the hills from whence comes our help, and because God is a refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble, we lay before you our needs, and we choose to be still, in this moment and to know that you are God that was a strong word and uh, you know I've, you know me I've really struggled with that and um, I love to think about our viewers at home and um, you're out there and you're struggling with this and you're learning from God's word how to get unstuck from negativity. Yeah, you know, these are patterns of thinking and um, these attitudes are patterns of thinking formed over a long period of time. And if you've been negative for a long time, you're not gonna, um, that's not going to cease uh, because you watched one program. But to uh, turn from it, to repent of it, as we said, to really give it over to God and to not excuse it anymore, yeah. that's really where the victory begins. That's when you start getting unstuck and then you get the pause going, you're like, oh, I like this a lot better. And it's actually a joyful thing to be filled, filled with faith and to be positive. And that's really clear, but it's not just getting unstuck from negativity, right? So, like, what else are we going to be talking about? What else on the program? Well, we just love this whole concept of helping people get unstuck. God's Word has the answers, and whether you're stuck in a pattern of depression, whether you're struggling with uh, in your marriage, uh, whether you're, um, you or someone you know is in a pattern of sexual sin, there's a whole lot coming in this Unstuck series. This is life-changing, people-getting-free, gospel-power teaching, and we're pretty excited to share it with you. Jesus Christ is 
looking for and longing for deeper intimacy with his daughters. A message prepared and delivered to the women of his own church, we now make this special message available to you. To be known, to be truly known for who you are in all of its quirks and idiosyncrasies and unusualnesses and unsanctified so fars, but to be really known and to be loved as you are by our Father in heaven, without restriction, without measurement, without judgment, without inconsistency or qualification. These resources are available now for the men and women of your home or as a gift for those you love. For supporting the ministry with a donation of any amount, we'll send you both the Act Like Men book and the much more DVD teachings. Call today, and when you do, be sure to ask about additional resources available to help you discover hope and lasting help as you learn how to get unstuck. Men and women, it's time to experience victory and break free from the common life struggles so many of us face. Call 800-545-6800 or go to jamesmcdonald.tv right now to request your resources.
Be where you are. Gotta be where you are. Gotta be where you are. I wanna be. 
Enjoy Stingray music free on your mobile.
morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Happy, happy, good joy. Good morning. Happy Friday. <laughs> happy Friday to you too, dear. How you feeling this morning? You, you, good. I don't like you sleep. No, I'm at work. Oh, well, that's a beautiful thing. Get that money. Hey, I'm going back on you. Okay. Somebody come get this spoiled cat. Crazy animal. Uh, anybody want to say hello before I start opening up in prayer? Uh, anybody want to open up in prayer? Doesn't matter to me either way I go. Just a minute, I'll open up the prayer. That brother Rich son? Yes, this brother Farley. Good morning, brother Farley. How you been, Mr. Brother Rich son? Late. <laughs> I can look at everybody today, baby. <laughs> oh, when I tell you, man, it don't make no sense. And I, I'm like, no, honestly, you know you got up inside. You done had to read this morning. I won't cry out the Lord. You done iron get some blue jeans and a T-shirt. And you were ready to go. Shoot. Well, I got out of the house. I tried to be out of there before 7 since I had stopped to give me something to eat. And, um, you, shoot. I got out of there at 17. When I got to the place, it was 725. I was like, oh, my goodness. Now I'm driving like I do. Yes, sir. It happens. We just say it like that. But you know what? I ain't worried about it. Cause one thing about it, that building will still be there. The Lord might be protecting me from some dangers. You know? I have seen dangers. Oh, no. Yeah, I want to be where you are, want to be where you are, yes, Lord. Yeah, since, you, since you're in the singing mood, might as well go ahead and open us up. No, I just heard that song that you were just playing there. Um, uh-huh. In the name of Jesus Christ, Lord God, I ask your permission to come into your throne, Lord, grace and mercy, to usher this, Lord God, into our holy grace before you. Ask you to give me the words and pray, but speak and say in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Dear most gracious heavenly Father, Lord God, once again, Lord God, enter into your throne room of grace and mercy, Lord God, just to be where you are, Heavenly Father. Lord God, we desire to dwell under the shadow of the Almighty, Lord God, because we know that we are covering protections, Lord God. The Scriptures teach us, Lord God, that he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide in the shadow of the Almighty, Lord God, that you will protect us from all pestilence to diseases, Lord God, the travels of the birds, Lord God, the arrows and the snares, Lord God. None will come to us, Lord God, because you said also in your word, Lord God, that a thousand will fall at our side, at our side, and ten thousand at our right hand, Lord God. It will not come and harm us, Lord God, because we dwell in the secret place of your most holy and righteous 
name, Lord God, and under your dwellings. Oh, Heavenly Father, you tell us that the angels will hold us up in our, your, their hands, lest we dash our feet against the stone. We have the power to tread upon the heads of the scorpions and the serpents, Lord God, because that's, that's how great and good you have given power to us, Lord God. We thank you, oh God, for these promises. We thank you for this day. We thank you for the newness of this day, Lord God. We thank you for the blessings that you give us, Lord God. Even though we are not deserving, Lord God, you have found favor in us, Lord God, and you have covered and kept us and protected us from all danger seen and unseen. You are our keeper. You are our rock, Lord God, that we can run to and we can be safe, Lord, kept safe, Lord God, from the hands of the enemy. Father God, we pray that your anointing will fall upon this call, Lord God, that you will bless everyone who participate in this call this day, Lord God, that you will even give the speaker, Dr. Andre, as he speak and bring the word, Lord God, that you will loose his tongue, Lord God, that he will speak the words that you have given him, that he will be removed from himself, Lord God, so that you can enter in and dwell, oh God. Father God, we even, Lord God, pray for our worship leader, Sam, Lord God, as he sits back and he listens, Lord God, and as he also brings light to the scriptures of the word that's being taught, to Miss Renee, Lord God, to Erica, to Felicia, Marie, the many callers that's on this call, Lord God. I thank you, Heavenly Father, for the kindred spirits that you have acquainted me with, Lord God. For there are so many people who have come upon this call, and I've been blessed, Lord God. It's because we all recognize the call, Lord God, that you have come upon our lives. Because we've been, we recognize the ministerial call that you have called us to do, Lord God. Even Jesus, who died for for our sins, Lord God, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, he said he is a servant. So, Lord God, we are coming here to serve one another in brotherly love, Lord God. We come to pray and to stand the gap of those who know not that we are praying for, Lord God, the sick, the bereaved, those in prison, those who are bound by addictions, those who are going through trials and tribulations on this land, Lord God. We're standing in the gap. We hold up the, the banner that you have given us, Lord God, for you are Jehovah Lord God, our banner, our stronghold. You're Jehovah Rapha, our healer. You're Jehovah Shalom, our peace, Lord God. You're Jehovah Jireh, our provider. You are the great I am. Everything that we need, you are he, Lord God. And all we got to do is in prayer, Lord God, ask and seek your face and pray and, and, and turn from our wicked ways, and you're going to heal this land. And even yeah. as we pray... Not doubting, Lord God, you're going to bless and just expect the blessings, Lord God. And you have shown yourself a mighty, Lord God. Because even when I prayed on Wednesday night, I gave faith to you for what I desired, Lord God, or what I do was coming my way because you promised it, Lord God, you sent it to when I got home, it was death. Oh God, you are the God yes. who never lies, Lord God. Yes. You're the God who cannot lie. For you're not like man, Lord God. You don't have to repent. Because you are the truth, you are the light, you are the way. And Father God, we ask you to cover and keep us even as we travel on the highways. As we go into our workplace, Lord God, we ask you to cast down anything that has tried to come against us, Lord God. Yes, anything Satan has planned, Lord God, we ask you to send it back to the pistol where it comes from because it does not have our name assigned to it because we have the seal of Jesus stepped in our hearts and our heads. In Jesus' name I pray, let your Holy Spirit dwell, let it rule, let it just fill our hearts up with love, and let us praise your name, O oh God. Yes, Lord. 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 Yes, Lord
In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord God. I need
we we got some some ills here. But thank God, Brother Sam put this book in my hands, in our hands. Got to be honest with y'all, I had wanted to talk about redeeming time, but that ain't what God would have us to go. It looks like we're going to have to get out here and really be warriors, redeem our people, redeem redeem people that that we know are under bondage. <laughs> that we know are slaves to a wicked and demonic spirit. We talked a little bit about demonic manifestations. Um, We talked a little bit about um, uh, Ahab. But I I really kind of want to review what we talked about. And if we can, let's start off with with double-mindedness begins with rejection and opens the door for an unstable identity and personality. Some of the signs of a person that is under influence the spirit of rejection is, is I'm going to repeat those. These are one of the signs and symptoms of the spirit of rejection is constant desire for physical love and assurance of self-worth. Next is addiction, attention-seeking, despair, despondency, discouragement, envy, fantasy, fears, frustration, guilt, hopelessness, impatience, inferiority, inordinate affection for animals, loneliness, lust, perversiveness, pride, revenge, self-rejection, Sensitivity, shame, suicide, unworthiness, vanity, and withdrawal. We talked about Ahab being the picture of rejection, and we talked about this counterpart of him being his rebellious wife. The spirit of rejection and rebellion make this cohort of sorts. The rejection spirit has a core of rejection, self-rejection, and rejection of others. Rebellion is is what it is. It's just rebellious. Um, it pushes the um Ahaz spirit into uh into action. It 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 
each of them has its own role in the control of an individual or or uh, two individuals. We left off by entering into Chapter 4, uh, which began with fear and paranoia. And the Apostle uh, Eckhart, um, in coming from the book Destroying the Spirit of Rejection in Chapter 4, states that fear and paranoia, fear and trembling come into me and horror has overwhelmed me. This is taken from Psalm 55 and 5. I'll read it again. Fear and trembling come unto me, and horror has overwhelmed me. Fear often manifests itself in everyday life as procrastination and indecision. While many people will openly admit to having issues with procrastination or indecision, they may not be aware that these two issues are directly linked to the fear of rejection, the fear of the future, the fear of failure, the fear of making decisions, whether it's good or bad. Fear is a paralyzing spirit that keeps people bound in many areas of their lives. This spirit manifests itself in numerous ways. Fear of rejection. Fear of rejection works with rejection and self-rejection. Fear of abandonment. Fear of hurt. Fear of authority, including pastors. Fear of witchcraft, fear of career, fear of dying, fear of failure, fear of the future, fear of responsibility, fear of darkness, fear of being alone, fear of people, fear of what people say, fear of what they say about you, fear of hell, fear of demons, fear of deliverance, fear of poverty, fear of germs, fear of marriage, fear of dogs. Fear of accidents, fear of man, fear of Jezebel, fear of confrontation, fear of poverty, and more. Phobias are extreme fears that freeze a person to inaction. Panic, panic attacks, terror, fright, apprehension, sudden fear, and more are expressions of that talkativeness, nervousness. Worry, anxiety, tension can also be manifestations of the fear cluster of Jesus. Did you just say a fear cluster of demons? Yes, sir. Let me just let me repeat that. Phobias are extreme fears that freeze a person to inaction, panic, panic attacks, terror, fright, apprehension, fear, and more are expressions of extreme fears. Talkativeness, nervousness, worry, anxiety, and tension can also be manifestations of the Fear cluster of demons. My God. So when I get to the point that it's a phobia, meaning that, you know, we label it as what, we got all, everybody got different phobias, am I correct? And what I'm saying, but you know what I'm saying. 
So bottom line, what it boils down to, it's a cluster of demons. It's not just one thing. It's a whole, it's like a gathering. They sitting up there having to pick. You know what? The perfect thing, like like the lady or the people with the with the walk around with the cloud over them, and they and they gonna take this whatever drug it is, because you know they're trying to put on a happy face. So that's literally a cluster of demons that have just gathered together and have a picnic on your back. <laughs> you know, tremendous, yeah, <laughs> a tremendous illustration. But yeah, so 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 you know, it, it, you know, it's the you know phobias, you know, fear heights where you you know that you know you just won't fly in a plane because you're scared, you are just you know dreadfully afraid of flying. So so um, yeah, you, you know that is 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 like you said a cluster. You know, that's where that legion is. There's a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, and then I mean, I, 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 and then we go again, well, I'm going to take a pill or this, that, and the other, but that's not even hitting at the symptom. We, you know, we, we, we hitting with surface. That's so surface, people don't even, I don't even think people want to understand what's really going on when there's something at that level happens. Well, I, you know, to, to to just illustrate what happened in the clinic and and, and again in a day, uh, basically, um, uh, I saw okay, and had the, the thank God the opportunity to really share God to minister to generations of pain. Uh, a seventy-year-old man who. An African American male who, who, when he went to Vietnam, he realized he was entering into a genocidal situation. So he is feeling rejected. He is feeling rejected. He is feeling like you know his own country tried to murder him. Uh, and it's also coming in a in a in a time where black power, black assertiveness is is just starting. It's in its infancy. This country didn't know what to do with the growing population of African Americans, and so. This war was created to get rid of certain a certain amount of the the population, and this is what the brother's telling me. And, and I you know, I kind of knew it, but it slapped me in the face when you got somebody talking about the rejection that they felt in their heart. Then they come back over here, and he sees this racism. He sees it's a struggle here. He's, he 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 wants an outlet, you know. You know we 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 kicking against the prick. The black church failed him, in the sense. But and and he turned to other sources. But as the Bible says, he was still able to see God. God was able to keep him covered as he was telling me what he was into at the time. Amen. And so as he's telling me this, 
you know, I'm like, wow, you know, I'm talking to him about, you know, spiritual issues and and, and, and demonic forces that, that come to kill, steal, and destroy. And, 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 wow. So, he, so his pain, is, so I'm starting to feel his pain, his, his generational pain, and not only his generational pain, but his own personal pain of, of you know, being able to provide just the basis enough to survive in this world we call, and in this country we call America. Able to do okay, but but surviving, but not quite thriving. Watch some administrations go, come and go. Nixon, uh, 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 the governor down in Georgia ran through them and uh, all the way up to the bushes and what's going on today. Very educated brother, but vexed with this demonic spirit to tries to tell him he is less than. But we reminded. I was well. I hate that. Okay, go ahead. I was able to, to remind him that, that God had blessed him with three score and ten. And he broke down. Wow. After saying that, I'm like, man, but all all through that, after all that, after all that you went through, you still got three score and ten. Look around you. How many African-American men Males in your age make it to three score and ten. And it was on after that. Fear. Fear is big, y'all. I'll read on. Paranoia is a cluster of demons rooted in fear. It is one of the stronger manifestations of the rejection personality. Paranoia blames others. It is suspicious of them without reason. It causes a person to question the motives of others and judges them without having any basis for doing so. It is rooted in fear and rejection. King Saul presented a classic case of paranoia in his suspicious actions of those around him, especially David. In First Psalms 22.8, he accused them of conspiring to, to take the kingdom, saying, you all have conspired against me, and no one revealed to me that my son made a covenant with the son of Jesse, and not one with you is grieved, and not one of you is grieved for me and revealed it. I'm sorry, let me read that again. This is First Samuel 22.8. He accused him of conspiring to take his kingdom, saying, 
you all have conspired against me. And no one revealed to me that my son made a covenant with the son of Jesse. And not one of you is grieved for me and revealed it to me that my son raised up my servant against me to ambush me as at this day. We see the same self-pity and poutiness that we witnessed in King Ahab when King Saul said that no one felt sorry for him. Most likely, the people who heard him talk like this were confused. Targets of a double-minded person's suspiciousness are often perplexed when their motives are judged for no reason. The suspicions arise out of the person's delusions and are not based in reality, which is the case of what happened with Saul. When they came home, as David was returning from slaying the Philistines, the women came out from all cities of Israel to meet King Saul, singing and dancing with tambourines with joy and musical instruments. The dancing women sang and said, Saul has slain his thousands and David his ten thousands. Saul became very angry, and this saying was displeasing to him. Therefore, he said, they have ascribed to David's 10,000, but to me they have ascribed a 1,000. Now, what remains for him to have but the kingdom? So Saul was suspicious of David from that day forward. First Samuel 18, 6 and 9. Hey, I got a question. Yes, sir. Okay, so I'm sitting here listening to this, and then I'm just thinking about your stuff in general. So that rejection, fear causes our perception of things to be tainted towards the negative. Wow. So, 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 what, so, I mean, because see, we have to understand how we perceive things makes a difference on how we deal with things. And that, that is so then if we got that, so we're somewhere along the way that spirit is entered in. So now the ability to be positive is so much more just difficult that, that we're kind of stuck in a cycle of just negativity that's hard to be broken. And, and, we're, and then we're trying to figure out what to do, how to do. But And, and so I'm, I, I guess what I'm saying is I'm listening. I'm hearing how... Mentally, we're affected as well as spiritually because we can't even, we can't see the positive, we can't see the bright, and we just get stuck in the negative, and then it just spirals down. Amen. But that that spirit is controlling, you know, and and um, yeah, you, you, you yeah, you, 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 you know, instead of seeing like you said, instead of seeing the positive, he he saw. He saw the negative. It's 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 just, it's crazy. It's it's demonic. 
That's all I can say. It's demonic. We need deliverance. So I'll read further. David had done nothing to deserve Saul's suspicion. He had been faithful to Saul. Like all double-minded leaders, Saul needed deliverance. By using or abusing their power and authority, leaders who are suspicious of everyone around them will do all they can to destroy targets of their suspicion. Saul eventually tried to murder David. Have you ever been around someone who is suspicious of everyone? Such individuals think everyone is out to get get them. They don't trust anyone. This can be a sign of instability and double-mindedness. Saul's fear ultimately led him to disobedience, rejection by God, and being removed as king over Israel. Samuel said, excuse me, does the Lord delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as much as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Obedience is better than sacrifice as a listening ear than the fat of rams, for rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness and is as iniquity and idolatry. Oh, my God. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he has rejected you from being king. Saul said to Samuel, I have sinned, for I have transgressed the commandment of the Lord and your words because I feared the people and obeyed their voice. Now, therefore, Please pardon my sin and return with me that I may worship the Lord. Samuel said unto Saul, I will not return with you, for you have rejected the word of the Lord, and the Lord has rejected you from being king over Israel. That was taken from 1 Samuel 15, 23-26. You said that he had rejected the word of the Lord. Now, is that something we can do today? Amen. You know, when God says us, shows us something, tells us something, but we, for whatever reasons, refuse to believe it. Now, believing it means not just hearing it and saying, man, believing it means I'm going to set out to move toward that direction, to walk outside faithful works. So if we're not actively pursuing, you know, I, I was talking about yesterday that one of my confessions is God give me the power to get wealth. Amen. Power to get. In other words, I still have to go up and get it. He didn't give me the wealth. He gave me the power to go and get it. So if, when the promises of God come, and we're not actively getting out to do what we're called to do, what we're led to do, then we're missing it because we're sitting back waiting on God. Amen. And so wait a minute. So now 
if we're rejecting the promises of God, that means that's opening the door for rejection and rebellion, or the door might even be open. But it's just making it's just like solidifying it, and that's that's a question. Well, but I think I think it, it, you know it it it, it 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 deserves going into the story a little bit. I think Sam uh, uh, Saul was given a direct order after um, a battle. Um, and he directly disobeyed the order uh, from God, and and so uh, it, it, you know I, it was obvious witchcraft. So the Lord, you know, is, is, is and, and I think he, this offering that he tried to give God was was and God
I'm just going to kind of go on over a little bit more, and it talks about other biblical references uh, to the spirit of fear. Fear is an unpleasant and often strong emotion caused by an anticipation or awareness of danger, dread, fright, or alarm in the presence of others. Fear is one of Satan's greatest weapons against the believer. It is the opposite of faith. And faith is what we need in order to be pleasing to God. People raised in an atmosphere without love, i.e. rejection, strife, violence, etc., usually have spirits of fear. Some biblical references to, to fear include Revelations 9-11 with Apollon, ruling spirit of fear, death, and destruction. Man, scorpion spirits of fear that cause torment. That's Revelations 9-1 through 11. The fear of death, that's Psalms 55 and 4. The Hittites, one of the tribes inhabiting the land of Canaan who were driven out by the Israel. Hittite refers to breaking in pieces, sundering, dismay, terror, and dread. Raphim, this is in Genesis 15 and 20, the giants, meaning gloom, terror, fears, fearful ones, strong ones. Romans 8.15 talks about the spirit of bondage causes fear, which can result in backsliding, loss of salvation, and so on. Sudden fear, Proverbs 3 and 25. So he goes on to talk about phobias, this intense fear. Phobia is Intense fear of situations, activities, things, people, or, I'm sorry, animals or people. Usually triggered in childhood around the age of 13 for most as a result of emotional or physical trauma. Phobias are the most common type of emotional disorder in the United States. Oh, my God. They are a type of anxiety disorder, which is the most prevalent mental disorder. Yes, it is. Please understand that these phobias are inordinate, crippling fears that interrupt a person's ability to carry on a normal life. Phobia should not be accepted as a way of life. Anything that keeps us from enjoying a good and godly life needs to be dealt with. Deliverance, prayer, ministry, and counseling can help a person to begin to regain authority in areas that they have been ravaged by intense, paralyzing fear. You can use the list below to help you identify the fears you are tormented by. Use their proper names when you renounce their power in your life. 
If the phobia that torments you is not listed, you can check out a more complex list at www.phobiasource.com backslash phobia dash list. You may also find that you are not strong enough to face these demons of fear on your own. So solicit the help of a mature minister to help you destroy the spirit of fear and panic. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and self-control. That's Second Timothy 1 and 7. You can use the list below to help you identify the fears you are tormented by. Use their proper names when you renounce their power over your life. Acrophobia. Fear of heights, that's acrophobia. If you have the spirit, the fear of the spirit of heights, let us renounce that spirit in the name of Jesus together. We come against, in the name of Jesus, that spirit of acrophobia, the fear of heights. We drive it into the pits of hell from which it originated in the name of Jesus. Prayer warriors, pray for the line. Ogliophobia, A-G-L-I-O-P-H-O-B-I-A. That's fear of pain. Ogliophobia. Ogliophobia, A-G-L-I-O-P-H-O-B-I-A. That's the fear of pain. In the name of Jesus, God, you said in your word in 2 Timothy, you have not given us the spirit of fear. You have not given us the spirit of, of, of pain. You have not given us agilophobia. Ogilophobia. You have not given us a spirit fear of pain. This didn't come from you, but you did give us the spirit of power, love, and self-control. The spirit of pain has no authority in our lives. In the name of Jesus. Agrizophobia. That's A-G-R-I-Z-O-O-P-H-B-I-A. Ogrizophobia. That's the fear of wild animals. In the name of Jesus, we take authority over the spirit of the fear of wild animals named agrizophobia. In the name of Jesus, ogrizophobia, oligophobia must go back to the pit of hell from which they came from. Anyone on this line from this day forward, we will not be controlled by 
these wicked spirits again. Antropophobia is the fear of people or society. A N T H R P O P H O B I A. Intro. Rotia. Wow. Intro. Copia. A N T H R O P O P H O B I A. Fear of people and society. Holy Spirit, I can't pronounce this, this, the name of this spirit, but you can. You know exactly how to destroy it in our lives. Bless us with control, self-control. Rid us of this fear of people of or society. Aquaphobia, fear, fear, uh, fear of water. Aquaphobia, fear of water. Anacrophobia, fear of spiders. Ataxophobia, fear of disorder or untidiness. Atychophobia, that's A-T-Y-C-H-I-P-H-O-B-I-A. That's the fear of failure, a Tai Chi phobia. Wow. Audiophobia, fear of being alone. Aviophobia, fear of flying. Cineophobia, fear of new things or new ideals. Chai phobia, fear of being touched. Let me speak that one or spell that one again. C-H-I-R-A-P-T-O-P-H-O-B-I-A. That's fear of touch. If any one of these ring out as God exposes these fears in our lives, write it down so we can confront these fears. Fears. Claustrophobia, fear of confined spaces. If there's any one of us that are, is afflicted with the fear of claustrophobia, fear of confined spaces, we come against that spirit of claustrophobia, fear of confined spaces in the name of Jesus. We cast it back to the, its origin, never to affect us anymore. Amen. Sinophobia is the fear of dogs, Arabia. Decidophobia is a fear of making decisions. Demophobia is fear of demons. Dentophobia, fear of dentists. Dystichophobia, fear of accidents. Eschophobia is fear of church. That's E C C L E S I O P H O B I A. A big one. Fear of church. Eschophobia. Your 
Elulophobia, fear of cats. Etomophobia, fear of insects. Glossophobia, fear of speaking in public or trying to speak. Adidophobia, fear of hell. Hamiliophobia, fear of sinning. Hexicosio, hexatonio, hexaphobia. Fear of the number 666. Mycophobia, fear of being contaminated with germs or or dirt. Nocheophobia, fear of night. Nosophobia, fear of hospitals. Obesophobia, fear of gaining weight. Pantheophobia, fear of everything. Pantheophobia, fear of poverty. Pharmacophobia, fear of taking medications. Filiophobia, fear of falling in love or being in love. Somniophobia, fear of falling asleep. Toxiophobia, fear of pregnancy or childbirth. Tropiophobia, fear of making changes. Xenophobia, fear of strangers or foreigners. Fear, paranoia, intimidation, and phobias are some of the most debilitating issues of the human heart. The heart can cause isolation, fits of panic, and leads to violence. Fear can keep a person from living a life altogether. It keeps people from living to their full potential and experiencing success. People who live with fear, worry, and anxiety also live with great regret, wishing they had the courage and boldness to do things God wants them to do. Fear can keep a person from believing God for healing and restoration. When Jesus healed the sick, he told them that it was their faith that made them whole. Mark 5.34, fear for people live in constant doubt and faithlessness. The Bible says that what does not come from faith is sin. That's Romans 14.23. So we definitely want to break the power of fear over our lives so that we can walk in faith and experience godly success. That ends the chapter four, the kingdom of perversion is next, but if there are any questions about destroying the 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 fear of paranoia and fear or any other things that we talked about. I've got a couple of I got a couple of questions. Go ahead. Um okay, because you said two things I wanna say. You said the process well you said um what did you say about God to begin to reveal and exposing fear in our lives. What did you say about that? Reveal but God, when you're reading through the phobias, you said that God's going to start revealing fear in our lives or something like that if we're suffering from that. Do you remember what you said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so, um, so I'm just going to read this. A, a phobia is an intense fear or certain situations, activities, things for people. 
and he goes on to talk about usually these phobias are usually triggered in childhood around the age of 13. For most, as a result of an emotional physical trauma, phobias are the most common type of emotional disorder in the United States. They are a type of anxiety disorder, which is the most prevalent mental disorder. Please understand that phobias are inordinate, crippling fears that interrupt a person's ability to carry on a normal life. Phobia should not be accepted as a way of life. Anything that keeps us from enjoying a good and godly life needs to be dealt with. Deliverance, prayer ministry, and counseling can help a person begin to regain authority in an area that has been ravaged by intense, paralyzing fear. You can use the list below to help you identify the fears you are tormented by. Use their proper names when you renounce their power over your life. If the phobia that can torment you is not listed, you can find a complete list. So we have to renounce. Let me ask this: How? What's the process that a person would go through when God begins to reveal these things to them? What is the process? Mm-hmm. So the process is first you got to identify which fear you got to be open and honest. Okay. And, and and look at yourself in the mirror and and, and really say yes. Um okay. uh I, I have been under the influence of whatever fear you 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 think mm-hmm. you have been been dealing with what what mm-hmm. fear has been causing you an inordinate crippling mm-hmm. prevents you from enjoying life mm-hmm. so you said we got to be open and honest we got to cuz cuz we're going to start to experience. see that's the thing when God so when God starts revealing something to you then you're going to start experiencing it in a bad way <laughs> Because, like you said, you need to see it for what it is, so that you can identify it. We can't, because too often we're too busy trying to cover it up or call it something else or not even deal with it. But we got people in our families that take care of all their business before the sun go down. Noctophobia. Mm. Mm. We, mm. we we play around with it. We play around with it and we let it go. We entertain these personalities. We 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 make friends with this personality of fear. We we make friends with this personality of rejection, mm-hmm. self rejection, and the rejection of others. We make friends with this personality of rebellion. We're comfortable with what this personality makes us and influences us to do. 
instead of being honest and open with ourselves and, and saying, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't really want to go to this party because, uh, 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 that we're having for my my cousin, her 65th birthday, and celebrate with the family because I have, I really have a fear of people. Mm-hmm. And it's anthropophobia, and, and renounce that and say no, no, I, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna in, uh, limit my family's, you know. They love me. I love them. I'm not going to allow this spirit to stop me from enjoying my life, mm-hmm. being around my family, around people who love me and celebrate me for who and what I am. Mm-hmm. But this damned spirit wants to keep us limited in our houses, isolated, mm-hmm. where it torments us. We have to take authority over that, renounce it, renounce it, and cast it out of our lives. Now, I got another question. So we say that a phobia is a cluster of demons, right? A phobia is a cluster of demons. Yes, sir. Okay. So now... Could we experience? Could we be experiencing maybe not a cluster, but the beginning of maybe one or two things where it's not a phobia, but it's a something that bothers me, and I may not admit it. it just hasn't gained strength to be a phobia. So we 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 got something that bothers me. I'm scared of this. I don't like this. Instead of facing it and seeing again, being open and honest about what's really going on as the Lord reveals it to us and deal with it in a, a babyhood stage or we keep let, covering it up so that it gains strength and grows into a phobia. Amen. Bro, I think it starts, uh, starts very small, like mm-hmm. you said, and, and, and as we feed into it, um, it, mm-hmm. it grows. Yeah, you know, and, and it starts manifesting itself. You know, you know, fear, of rejection, fear of the future, fear of failure, fear of making decisions, whether it's good or bad. It, you know, it's just, it's just, you know, you know, fear of what people say about you. You know, I don't, I don't, you know, you know, or what, what they, what, what they think. You know, it's, it's, it, it, it's, it's all encompassing and it inhibits you from being all that you can. So, yes, and, and it expresses itself in talkativeness, nervousness. So, you know, you'll be around uh, somebody and if they're real talkative, you know, and if they're real nervous, they express anxiety, they express tension. All of these can be manifestations of the fear cluster of demons. So these are other, you know, manifestations of of, of fearfulness. Just, just, you know, talking all the time. Nervousness. Worry. Anxiety. Tension. Fear clusters. Wow. Forty-year-old woman got neck pain, headaches, can't sleep. Tells me she came from a family that worshipped the Lord, a PK. 
tormented now because at one at one time what was a wealthy prosperous family is now going through some financial trouble. She is was extremely talky talkative talkativeness yesterday. She was talking a lot. She was really nervous. She was shaky. She was kind of trembling. She had a lot of worry. She wasn't even sleeping. Tormented by this fear cluster. Fear of failure. She's like, oh, my God. Uh, 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 I, I don't know what, what, what I'm, I'm afraid of what's coming next. I, I didn't realize until I'm just now reading. I'm like, I knew it was something, you know, I knew it was something, but I'm like, the issue was just on and on and on. I, 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 I don't know. I don't, you know, I'm afraid of what tomorrow's going to bring. Uh, it's been one thing after another. We were prosperous. Now we're struggling. Uh, we had health insurance. Now I'm seeing you, this poor doctor. So we got at the root cause. Mm. And brother said, I'm so glad you 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 keep going back to that basis. What what's the root cause? I knew it was something, but I'm uh, Sister, what happened? What what's tormenting you? Husband left her. Thirteen year old son got murdered. was involved in the church, was involved in ministry, but that loss of a son, loss of her husband, traumatized her. Wow. She left the church, started using drugs and alcohol for a substitute. And has been tormented ever since. We had a discussion about the bulls of Bashan, B-A-A-S-H-A-N. It talks about the young bulls of Bashan being murdered and their mothers weeping in the streets of Israel. I reminded her of who she is and what she is in the kingdom. And although she suffered a loss, God still loves her. He's a God of redemption. And that she has the power and authority to come against this spirit that is trying to kill, steal, and destroy. I reminded her of what this enemy tries and does very well. It killed her son. It destroyed her marriage. It stole her personality. Now she's the, which was a a butterfly of the church, is now a depressed, sad individual. I got mad at the enemy for her. I took authority over her life. 
for her. I asked God to intervene in this situation. I asked him to interject his power, his authority, his will into the situation. I asked her to agree with me that even though she might light up a blunt laced with cocaine, she got to tell herself she's still a child of God. He still loves her. Even as you inhaling, you telling yourself, I am righteous. This righteous spirit inside of me still wants to connect with God. Even though this flesh is driven to do what it might do, this spirit, it's deep down inside, wants and yearns for God. This flesh made in a pact with the enemy. This flesh wants to fulfill its desire. It wants to be happy. It wants to avoid the pain of this loss. So it uses these chemicals to free, to escape what's going on. But the spirit deep down inside refuses that. She cries. She crying out. I saw it. I felt her hurt. I felt her pain. But I also knew that it was a spirit deep down inside that God still loved her. His seed, his spirit was still inside her. She told me she was going to do what she was going to do. That flesh was strong. It was driving. But I said, in the name of Jesus, you got to stand and anoint yourself and tell your flesh that even though it might be doing what it's doing, your soul, your spirit knows that it knows that it knows it's the most high God and your deliverance is on its way. We prayed. We rejected that spirit. We came against it. It might not have manifested right in front of our very eyes, but I know it's going to happen. I believe it's going to happen. Twenty-year-old boy comes in, depressed, taking herbal medications for depression. It ain't working. Bro, what's wrong with you? What's going on in your life? What happened? Why are you depressed at 20? 
I look back at my life, I, I wasn't talking about, I wasn't thinking about depression. Wasn't thinking about not coming out of my house. What happened, bro? 20 years old. African-American male, bro. I was an atheist. Really? God? <laughs> I thought that, oh, oh, what? Yeah? <laughs> he said, but I started thinking it must have been something that created all this. <laughs> Yeah, 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 So my question to him is, was, if you wandered around thinking about what how everything else got created, have you ever thought about what, who created Shaheen? And I told Shaheen that he has the ability and the authority to question God, to ask God what was his intention of creating Shaheen. What did he have in mind when he pulled Shaheen from eternity? and place them in this realm of time. He knew Shaheen before Shaheen was even born. He blessed Shaheen. Shaheen started thinking, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I'm sad. What happened, Shaheen? What happened, Shaheen? Was it some trauma? Somebody abused you? Nah, 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 nah. Nobody ever abused me sexually. He said sexually. I'm like, hmm. So if it wasn't a sexual abuse, could it be verbal? Did somebody tell you you could? He paused for a minute. And he broke down and he started crying. And I realized at that moment, I thank God, and I thank God for the prophet. Sam, for putting that book in my life and reminding me about going to get the root of the cause. He reminded me of when he, he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can remember in maybe third grade, second or third grade, I failed math test in front of everybody. My teacher lit into me. Shame to him. 
made him feel less than. Dead shot. Hurt Shaheen. Hurt Lou Shaheen. Hurt him bad. He didn't never want to do a math question from that point on. He said he started crying when he had to do math. Avoided it like the plague. Not only is he avoiding math, he started avoiding other stuff. Fear set in. Black male, hard to make it out here, can't get a job here and there. Fear set in. Cascading the stuff. Listening to stuff. Thought that it wasn't no God. Until he he ran into me. Until an encounter with the Holy Spirit, that God was able to use me this very day to save one of his sons yesterday. The issue with all of this gifting is that you start feeling the pain. You start feeling, you start feeling the hurt of the sheep. You start getting into how they must have felt. And I was like, wow, 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 wow. I, I, don't, I don't necessarily know if I really want to deal with that, Lord. <laughs> uh, man, that, that pain that I felt when I was praying for and hold Shaheen's head and I, I felt the issues and I felt how he must have felt, I felt his, his, his hurt. For years, I felt it. I man, I'm, I'm, uh, wow. I, I, I see the tears that he got. I, I, I see the fear. He, he want to take care of his, his mother who is, is taking care of him. He got, he got a sister who, who, who trying to get pregnant. She only two years ahead of him. Ain't working. Uh, uh. Baby daddy come and go, sell drugs to, you know, try to keep things afloat. Uh, and he's saying that it's a dichotomy. He know he's supposed to leave his family. And I reminded him, yeah, you are the priestly leader of your family. You are anointed to take care of your mother. You are anointed to take care of your sister. You anointed to take care of your your niece or nephew or whatever is going to be born. You are born for this very day. A brother is born for adversity. We have to use these words in the Bible as our weapon against these spirits. We have to use the words of the Bible, we have to use our mouth 
We have to exercise our spiritual authority to win souls, to free captives, to free people so they can live life more abundantly, to free ourselves. So we ourselves can live life more abundantly. We can be better sons and daughters to our parents, loving them. We can be better husbands and wives. We can be better fathers and mothers. We can be better brothers and sisters. We can just be better individuals all the way around. We can be kingdom ambassadors, changing lives. Amen. Any other comments, questions, concerns? Anything happen other than to somebody other than myself this week that 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 may uh, give us some inspiration to go on and and conquer more, free more, do what God will have us to do, and not continue to keep. Go ahead. Good morning. How you doing? Is this Renee? Yes, it is. Uh, hey Renee, I thought you was gonna tell me you knew that 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 uh that that YouTube shooter was gonna shoot before she even shot. I know you was gonna tell me that. <laughs> you can look at the stuff that she was putting out there. That she was definitely an orphan. Yeah, that orphan. Okay, you can look at the videos that she wanted to post that she had been posting. Right. That um, she definitely was uh, the orphan, that, that feeling of being an orphan, that was a security blanket. So she was feeling rejected, you telling me? Well, um, case in point, she had one video up where it says, well, if you don't like me, will you be my friend? Yeah, she she was struggling that. So that so that that complex. Remember, so that sounds like it's double minded right there. We we gotta we gotta yeah. be able to identify that kind of stuff real easy. So so she said, if you don't like me, friend me. If that doesn't sound like the epitome of double mindedness, I don't know. Not not only okay. that, not only that, it's that core cluster of rejection, self-rejection, and then the rejection of others. And so we we, we ought to be able to see these things now in the lives of others in, in these stories. So so what you're telling me is that somehow this young lady just was tormented, became double-minded after some sort of trauma, from being rejected. 
That mm-hmm. led to the manifestations of other stuff. This, this, mm-hmm. you know, depression, self hatred, and then culminated in death, destruction, violence. So, so, so the enemy did his job very well. But 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 I was like, wow, wow! I I know Renee had her spiritual antennas open, and and and, and, and she was able to detect that vibratory movement of that spirit, even across the country. I asked God to give you that gifting, so you we can pray in earnest against those movements that you may become sensitive so we may thwart the, the the actions, the events of the enemy even before it happens. Because that was a planned attack. All oh, these yeah. attacks have been planned. So it was out there, and God has given you the spiritual ability to detect that movement on earth. So I pray that he increases your sensitivity to those vibratory movements of the enemy that comes to kill, steal, and destroy. That you spend time earnestly trying to seek and be sensitive to that vibration. I ask God to increase the sensitivity in your neurons so when you walk, you can feel that enemy's movement. In the name of Jesus. Amen. As a spy, as a as a warning that God sent our spies in in Israel, you can be our spiritual eye that sees the enemy before it moves. You can alert the prayer call. You can be sensitive to a thirteen year old who could be contemplating contemplating suicide, as this individual did. He was contemplating suicide. But you, Renee, you can be sensitive to that enemy whispering those things in that young man's ear. You can be sensitive to that young man's movements that cause him to do things that might cause him to commit suicide. He contemplated it. She thought about it. At 20 years old, if it's him, how many more could be affected with that? I ask God to send that sensitivity to you today. In your life, may you become sensitive to it. In your daughter's life, May you become sensitive to it in your granddaughter's life. All three generations. 
so all three generations will be covered. Okay, so this is to give me a double whammy because this this ability I had already. Well, I mean, you can shoot a jump shot or you can hit a home run, but if you never go to bat and practice to do all of that, then I don't know if you can do it. All I'm saying is I just, you know, was hoping that you was practicing your jump shot. I just hope you was going to the bat and practicing hitting home runs. You know, I don't want to add yeah. nothing that you don't want. <laughs> no, right, right. I don't want to add nothing you don't want. Dre, I'm not saying that. I was just saying. I said, I know I have that ability already. I know you do. I know you do. I was just trying to encourage you to sharpen those skills because, you know, those are the things that, that you know, I think that the that you and, and other prayer warriors would have the ability to do is to say, "Hey, I, mm-hmm. I'm I, I feel moved. I think we should pray." Or you have the ability to steal away in your prayer closet to say, "Okay, you know, Holy Spirit, is this real? Is this movement real? If it is real, how do I, you know, how, 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 how what do I do to to you know take authority against this?" Okay, because um, that's what I wind up doing. Because I've, I've even noticed that when things come about, for what we got to come to have and learn behavior, when things happen, we get hysterical, we do this, that, and the other. And uh, I've had people get mad at me when things arise up like that. I wind up going into time mode and, you know, and, 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 and looking into it and trying to um, defuse it. And people look at me and go like, well, well, what's wrong with you? There's nothing wrong with me. I said, I just, in those situations, I can, I can remain calm in order to help. Amen. 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 And, so, so, um, hmm? so, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree. I think that, that, you know, having peace in the storm is, 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 is great, you know, and I think that that is the presence of God. Um, um, I, I love that. And, and, you know, as, as I go back to that story of, of Jesus rebuking the winds, he, he spoke to the winds. He spoke to that, to that, that storm in our lives. And so, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm, I, I, I love the analogy of having peace in the storm, being calm, but not, that's not my personality. I'm, I'm, you know, now in the storm, I want to be aggressive. I'm, I'm asking God to, you know, to send me authority to rebuke the winds and the waves in my life. You know the thunderstorms and 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 if it's trauma or whatever disaster that's occurring, I'm I'm you know be, being cool and calm it has its place. But now I'm I'm warring. I'm on a different level. I'm I'm coming against this this thing that's that's you know coming against my peace. Okay, so um, 
okay. Okay, and I got you on that. And then, too, you know, for right what you just said, you have a fine line because now is this the Holy Spirit telling you to get into this aggressive warrior mode, or is this you in the physical feeling that you should? Well, um, it says, rebuke the devil, and he shall flee. So, mm-hmm. so that's that's one scripture I can pull out to to say that. And um, yeah, uh, I'm I, I'm not gonna be tormented. I'm you know, so I'm casting it out. Yeah, I I, I definitely feel that God has you know gave gave me a mandate to move um, and and be aggressive on some things. Yes, absolutely. Okay, and you know, just like, uh, I think a good analogy would be just like with these Tesla cars. Now, for what man want to use these cars is thinking that they can have these cars drive around and get people from point A to point B, but not have a physical person in the car to help control the wheel just in case. And out of that, Uber tried it, and on the first run, the car had hit, I think it was like one or two people, and killed them. Now, the makers of the car had said, yeah, the car can drive itself, but you need to have a physical person in that car as a backup. Because if anything should happen, you got that person inside of there to help grab the wheel as a as, as a line of prevention of accidents. Okay, now what man went ahead and did, I mean with the people who wanted to use the car, they said, okay, we can drive itself. We don't need to have nobody else in the car except for the people that just taking them to and from. Now, if they had a physical person in there to grab the wheel when they saw it was problems coming up, then it just might have spared the lives of those people that the car wound up in. So out of that thin line, you know, we feel, you know, that adrenaline to go forth and to do more, but then we also have to stay conscious of not to go so hard in that now we're we're trying to go in like um hero Rambo. You catching what I'm saying? Uh oh. Hello? Hello, I'm still Hello? here. Yeah, kind of, sort of. I'm not sure I got uh, got the complete analogy about the driver in the car, uh, but but I I I you know saying that it was an extreme, but but what I'm saying is that that we have the the authority to exercise uh, righteousness um, and 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 good over evil. 
I, I think we have the uh, the the authority to to go get um uh God's children when we see them under um oppression, when we see them in slavery, when we see them being less than. And so uh Jesus had the physical um uh um manifestation of driving out evil in um uh the temple. And so that was a physical analogy of 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 demonic activity inside the church. Now he is liking that driving physical demonic activity out of the church to us physically driving spiritual um, uh, entities out that are that are corrupt, and um, so our bodies are you know to be cherished and honored as a temple. And so if we're doing anything that is corrupting the temple, we are as those um, Israelites that were in the temple doing corruptible things. And so, yes, we do have the ability to say to that evil spirit, get out of the temple. This is what God created. He created and gave us a temple. So, yes, I agree. Okay. That, that we can take we we have we have the mandate the the whole earth in fact the Bible says is groaning for the manifestations of the sons of God. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for the whole it's like hallelujah. The whole earth is a yearning waiting for the manifestations of the sons of God. So the whole earth is waiting for us to take back what was rightfully ours. Mm-hmm. So, yes, <laughs> yes, God has given me, you, and everybody else that that accepts it, our rightful position in the kingdom has the authority to do what I'm doing, yes. And, and I think it is under the mandate to to do their very best to to, to free the captives, to heal the sick, mm-hmm. to cast out demons, heal yeah. and raise the dead. And wouldn't you say too that we and we have that authority, but we still have to keep for who's getting the praise out of it, and it's not the, us. The, that that God gets the praise out of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, we're, uh, we're we're tools. You know, thank God He cho- chooses us worthy to be used. He uh, 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 most definitely, without a shadow of a doubt, He gets the praise. <laughs> In fact, mm-hmm. the Bible said He inhabits. He inhabits. <laughs> he inhabits. Amen. He inhabits our praises. So when we lift him up, he 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 lives. Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. Yes, he lives in our praises. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. So of course, when I you know was praying for the deliverance of that young man, I already gave Jesus. The the praise, the honor, and the glory already 
even though, you know, again, for that young lady that was, you know, under the influence of, of marijuana and whatever, she was lacing her, her, uh, her, her, uh, um, you know, drugs with. A drug in, of in her huh? That's a drug of choice. I, I don't know. I, I know that she said she had been doing it. This, this, you know, the demon was driving her to, to, to drugs and alcohol. She was explicit about what drugs and alcohol she was using. And and um, so, you know, again, I'm, I'm not afraid of that. I'm, I'm, I'm able to say, well, okay, that's, again, as I was saying, that's not you. That's the spirit driving you to do that. And she revealed to me that she knew exactly what I was talking about. She, her father was a pastor. She was a PK, grew up in a faithful family. But that doesn't mean anything. It, 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 you know, you can, you, if you, know, you can actually know the word, grow up in the word, but if you don't use it and apply it, 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 it really right. – and really, you and really, it becomes a part of you, and, and really, and really, really use it. So, and, and, and then, it, then, then it becomes not something. It, it, it doesn't become beneficial. She, she forgot. You know, this, this man hurt that trauma, her loss of her son. I, I, ooh, I, ooh, I feel it. I know. I mean, I, as I touched it, we, I, we pray. I. It, it, it's, it, you know, it, it, and, and I don't know about you, you know, so so if your sensitivity is increased, then, you, you, and, and I'm sure it will be, and I'm sure as it goes on, you'll start feeling that movement and, and feeling knowing what's going on in Memphis or wherever else is some, you know, tragedy going on, it, it, you know. It's almost every other day, you know, whether it's this 20-year-old in California, it's, you know, but 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 now you know you know you got that gift. Now you can ask God for the 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 increase and 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 the anointed that 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 comes with that. You can ask Him what would you have? What would He have you do? Amen. What would He have you do with that gifting? How, how can you use it to be a benefit to the kingdom? So, so, and, and he longs to meet with you. He longs to sup with you. So in your meetings, in your prayer time, and the times that God longs, as he reminds me of, he longs to be with Renee. Amen. You can ask him how. How you use your gifting to increase or be a benefit to the kingdom, and then how do you sharpen it? You know, it, this is and Danny guy. This is the skill you gave me. You know, you taught me how to shoot the shot, the basketball. You taught me how to hit a home run, and and watch him glorify. And and you increasing your skills, Amen. Thank you, God, for reminding me. That seventy year old, as I as we talking, he he ministering to me as well. He's saying, mm-hmm. God is proud of you because you're doing what God will have you to do. You're healing people, and I'm looking at him like, huh? What? So this is reciprocal. 
I, as as I feel as I invited the Holy Spirit in, in he talked it perked up a little bit, and he said, "You know what? Now that your mother and father are gone, God is your mother and father. He's proud of you. You you doing what He asked you to do, healing people." So, so Renee, that's a, I, I just, you know, for everybody on the line, you, we can ask God, what, 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 whew, what, what's our mission? Why, why did you create Renee, and, and why did you give me this gifting? You know, I'm like, wow, God, why did you give me this this gifting of 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 healing? Why did you give me this gifting of 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 perception when I'm when I'm touching that person, I'm praying for that person, I'm feeling that pain. My heart hurts. I'm crying. They crying. But as you become that, you start to become how he became. How you feel what he felt. Obviously, that hurt. From Shaheen, that pain needs to be pinned on the cross. Whatever that man at 70 years old, what, what, that pain, that rejection he felt from from the Vietnam War on, that needs to be pinned to the cross. Jesus took that. That's why we got to keep our hands on the cross to remind ourselves of what price he paid for Renee, what price he paid for Samuel, what price he paid for Mark Charles, Mark Gully, Erica, everybody else on the prayer call that I didn't name in a remiss. I'm sorry, but that's he his sins, your sins, my sins, Andre Dijon's sins, his frustrations, his fears, whatever we want at that cross, we can put it on the cross and it's his. He can take it. He died for that. Amen. Amen. And I totally agree. And it's funny that uh, when you're talking about the Vietnam War, well, it is for war because my dad passed away. He passed away on the same day that, on the anniversary day of when he was in um, the war and a bomb came into the foxhole and messed up his right arm. And up until that anniversary date, he was transitioning. And he relived that whole time all over again. So out of all of that, um, you can hear him hollering and screaming because um, while he was reliving it, while he was transitioning, I'm sure it was down to the intensity that he felt it when it happened the first time. And we prayed for him. 
But that was uh, his personal thing with God. The only thing we could do was pray for him. We couldn't communicate with him because that was a place that God had had, had, had him. So, so Renee, I submit to you that you need to go back to that very day and heal Renee that day, too. That day, or whatever time you saw your farmer traumatized by the spirit that caused him to have post-traumatic stress disorder. I ask you in your prayer time to pray for that little young girl, Renee, or however old you were when you saw your father tormented by that spirit or that demon. I can't imagine how that man felt when he said he he said he was rejected in the country that sent him off to war. What was waiting for him on the other side was even worse. He said it was Agent Orange waiting for him. Mm-hmm. It was the enemy shooting at him. So he was sent into a genocidal situation. I can't imagine the horrors that that man saw coming from from war. I can't imagine. I can't imagine the 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 horror of what your father could have felt. But what I can tell you is, Renee, under the anointing of God, has the ability to go back and soothe your father's ills. You have the ability to go back and heal the ills in your life, the the hurt that could have been, the trauma that could have been caused by you seeing your father being under the influence. Even as he made this transition, that will guarantee that you're healing, you 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 heal him even in the post-life, that his spirit is set free even in the post-life. And you can be confident of that because you prayed for it. You can be confident that your healing is going to occur because you have confronted in the presence of your God, your Father, who longs to sup with you, asking him to heal you, asking him to heal your Father of the demons that tormented him from this traumatic injury. In the name of Jesus, you have that ability. We have that ability on this line to do those things. That drives the enemy away. He has no longer any strongholds. He can't go back into Renee's life and remind Renee about how she felt, what she saw, when she saw her father do what he did. We can go back to that very time that teacher said to what she said to Shaheen. He can heal himself.
Under the anointing of God, I told Shaheen, he can have, he has the ability to go get little Shaheen. I don't know. I only know partially on what little Shaheen must have felt. Mm-hmm. But he understands fully what Shaheen felt, and he can go get that spirit. He can go get that spirit of fear that paralyzed his life. From the time he was heard whatever words he heard from that teacher to the very day he heard the words that he heard from me, he can heal. He can heal from that. He can recover. Yeah. God can restore. It's God, God can restore. Hallelujah. God can restore the years that the canker worm. And the locust stole from that young man. He can heal. He can restore the years that the canker worm and the locust stole from us on this line. Everybody got something that the enemy stole from them, took from them. Right. Everybody on this line got inhibited somehow. Less than. This very day, we got the authority to say no more. Let's come against that. Let's take up our weapons against this enemy, use it, and drive him out of our lives. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I fully agree with you. Well, if that's the case, shall we move on to to uh, to prayer? Sure. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I ask you to just move. Mm. Rain down your Holy Spirit on us, Lord. Heal our land. Give us the ability to seek your face and turn from our wicked ways. Send your Holy Spirit that we even had a desire to seek your face. <sighs> Remind us of who we are. Father God, we are traumatized people. <clears throat> we have forgotten who we are. We have forgotten that you are the righteousness in us. Because you are the righteousness in us. We are righteous. We are worthy. We are worthy of your healing. 
Your righteousness makes us worthy of the anointing. Your righteousness makes us heirs to the throne. Your righteousness gives us the inheritance of salvation, of redemption. Send your Holy Spirit. Send your Holy Spirit. Send your word. Send your word. Send your word. You said you sent the word and they were healed. Father God, I ask you in the name of Jesus, send your word to every 20-year-old African-American male contemplating suicide that think there is no God, that use drugs and alcohol to escape from a desperate situation. Father God, Guide them to your word. Guide them to you in a way from drugs and medicine. I thank you for using me as a vessel to steer just one. But out of that just one, you reminded me that there are millions of Shaheem out here. Just don't know how to connect. The enemy has pulled a wool over their eyes. Amen. Wow. But I ask the prayer warriors to stand with me. and use the word of God against those 20-year-olds, against those 40-year-old African-American females who feel abandoned, who feel alone, who feel worthless, who feel less than, who've been traumatized. Father God, send your bomb, your healing bomb, to patch up those wounds. Send your Holy Spirit to strengthen and empower them. Remind them that they are your daughters, that their sons and their husbands are the men that you talked about in the valleys of Bashan, those slain by governmental forces, society, whether they turn to drug or alcohol to escape the persecution. Father God, remind them that the job of the daughters of, the, of Zion are to pray, are to seek your face. 
how to cover us under this predation and take their job serious. No time for evil associations. No time for idle gossip. No time for living for self. No time for selfless prayers. The daughters of Bashar from this day forth become able to think and pray and care outside of themselves. Stand in defiance against evil spirits that try to kill, steal, and destroy their family. Their sons, their daughters, their children. That they rise up, they take your word, they use it as swords, and they drive out demonic forces that prevent members of their family from being happy, from being free, from being whole, from being healed, from being prosperous. Turn those tears of sorrow into pools of joy, Father God. Send your word. Send your word. Send your Holy Spirit to give us men the power to resist temptation. To resist temptation. Jesus resisted temptation by using the word. Amen. Thank you, God. Give us the ability to identify temptation and then use the word of God against the spirit of temptation. Reclaim us, Father God. Forgive us for the sins that we created. Restore us to the leadership, the priestly leaders, the head of a household that you will have us to be. Create an atmosphere in our families which encourage us to be it reminds us that even though the statistics say that the African-American female makes more money than us, she does not use that to laud over us and, and exalt her position over us. 
Lord, ask her. To consider using her increased financial resources by this this society, which places African-American men at the lows of of lows on the totem pole and exalts the female above us, that she uses her resources for the betterment of the family. That she understands at this point it is a complete role reversal right now. As far as the financial ability to sustain and thrive in a foreign land, It's going to be essential that we pull our resource together, man and woman. No one exalted above the other because one makes more than the other, but we're all equal. Moving towards the promise. Help us, God. Send your Holy Spirit. That is the pervasive attitude in the African-American family. From this day forth, Father God, cover your word, Father God, that we may be whole, that we may be healed, that we may be free in the name of Jesus. Father God, I ask you to send your spirit to the churches that you understand so that they understand that they have always been a prophetic voice for our people, proclaiming freedom and justice. However, It is difficult to bite the hand that feeds you sometimes. It is difficult for us to fully engage a system that oppresses us, a system that kills our youth without any repercussion. (laughs) But those in spiritual authority say very little. Ah, they can't bite the hand that feeds them. Father God gave the black church the ability to be autonomous again. So that it doesn't see the government as a place to receive a handout. And it makes us poor. It makes us a silent people when we receive handouts. Help the black church realize that it can be autonomous. That you 
uh, provision. You are our way. We will trust you. To lead us through this oppressive environment that we're living in. Thank you for the progress that has been made. Thank you for the progress that you are pushing for. On the behalf of poor and hungry people in this country and all over the world, send your word, Lord. in your word. Father God, I ask you for anointing, provision, blessing of the house, the leadership of the trauma center church. Send your words and your Holy Spirit to give guidance increase knowledge and hunger for the word. Sharpen our skills as we go out into the highways and byways and we encounter your people, your sons, your daughters, under the bondage of a wicked force that prevents them from knowing who and what you are. Thank you for sending us forth, Father God. And as we go forth, thank you for the confidence that we know that your hand is upon our lives. As we go doing your will. Have your way, Lord. Have your way. Any prayer requests? You definitely can pray for me, Andre. This is... This is who? Erica. Hey, Erica. Oh, wow. Yes, 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 yes. Hey, Andre. Hey, Andre. Huh? It was probably Renee. Okay. Let me, let me, let me, let us, hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Let us go together. Let us spiritually walk into Daddy God's chambers. I see it. I see it. It I feel you in this place, Holy Spirit. Thank you for ushering us higher, ushering us into our Daddy God's chambers. 
my sister, speak to Daddy God. What will you have him to know about your situation? I'm listening. I'm with you. I'm there together. Speak, speak, sister. Speak. Speak to Daddy God. We there in a holy chamber. Come on with me. Come on. Come on. I'm there. I'm there. I see the throne. I feel the atmosphere of peace. I feel his Holy Spirit on this line, Erica King. Come on, sister, speak. What will you have the Father to know about your situation? Okay, I'm sorry. I had to step out for a minute. Uh, what would I have the father oh, or or is or should it be what would I admit to the father about my situation? Oh, you want to admit to me? You you you. you <laughs> I don't know if there's something you you can't you can run but you can't hide. Well, right. Darkness will come to light. Whether you want to know about it or not, whether you want to put it on this line is a different story. That you know I understand yeah. that. So, yeah. so let me just say this. I, I understand, sister. Let, let let us go together. You know, this spirit of fear. You know, it, it's such a, a interesting thing for me because fear has um, fear has stomped me in many ways. And then um, it has fueled me in other ways. Hallelujah. And um, yeah, and because I've I've had a a, a um. Hmm. Not as much as it used to, but I I used to be, you know, um, I used to allow myself to be held hostage from fear of what other people, uh, what people will say or what people will think just because of the different things that, you know, I do. Um, Even in even in, I guess, being to myself and minding my own business, but just being me that God created, I would uh, sort of take the um, back seat to prevent um, whatever those things or works are to be seen, you know, just to keep the chatter and thoughts um away from me based on, you know, what they did. Because I dealt with a lot of um, hecklers probably all of my life. So their opinion about various things that um, concern me used to be a major um, 
issues, but I also used it, you know, that even in my silence that I began to do things in another, you know, go down another um, path, I guess. So uh, just to be um, totally free of fear in everything that it encompasses, how you doing, you know, is, you know. It's fearful. Yeah. It's fearful to be free. It's fearful to be free, my Mm. sister. Even some slaves, it was documented, even some slaves on the plantation didn't want to leave the plantation. It was, they were afraid to be free. Sister, I feel for you. I understand completely. The apostle talked about it. He said that fear of people talking about you or what they say or what you think about you is still a spirit of fear. And then you become comfortable with this spirit of fear and rejection and you become you make friends you can't become comfortable with the personality that the spirit of fear has given you you you've, you've learned coping mechanisms survival techniques to help you survive in a situation that's less than. So you have to make a (laughs) Too funny. True. I laugh so that I don't say anything else, but yeah, true. Sister, God revealed this to me a long time ago. When when you weren't able to speak on the line, I think I shouted out the spirit of fear. But the devil is a lie. You you have the authority if you want it, because freedom costs. So so if it's really that spirit of fear that drives you to go to work every day, you know, that fear of failure that, that drives you to be mm. excellent, then mm. your motivation got to change. And it's hard to say, okay, I'm going to release the spirit of fear that I know drives me and accept the spirit of love. Mm. And trust God that that spirit of love and of power and of sound mind is enough to sustain me. What, what we rely on is this ability to believe the enemy that this spirit of fear or this spirit of anger, because that's what drives some guys, including myself, that spirit of anger. I'm mad. So that gives me the energy to do this. You know, let me push through this, working this 13-hour a day because I'm mad. But that's 
not the right spirit. But you, you, you have the ability today, my sister, that is inhibiting Erica King from being the loving Erica King she knows she can be. You can physically, spiritually go back in the recesses of your mind at every event where you know that it's that fear to spear cause you to do, cause you to say, cause you to act out in any other way that it was godly, you can go back and repair that. All of those days, I thank God that God reminds me of those days. That 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 I struggle with my with the rejection of my father. You it, 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 not only that rejection of other stuff, but but rejection and getting that spirit right to understand. Okay, I might have got a rejected, but God never rejected me. Never ever rejected me. That spirit inside of Erica King still learns, yearns, and wants to be with God, wants to be better. Etasha wants to be all that she can be in the name of Jesus. If you connect that demon at, at, at Conley Street Church, please, it knows you. It knows that if you ever tap in and realize who you are and what you are in God and cast it out, call it for what it is, it's got to go. Male, female, you have the authority over your pastor. You have the spiritual authority over your bishop. But if this spirit of fear, and you know it, if this spirit of fear can prohibit you from being all that you can be, then it is dumb job. If it prohibits you from really casting that spirit out of the bishop, then it has done its job. It has allowed this principality to exist over this region for a long time just because you're not speaking to it, just because you made friends with that spirit of fear. I didn't make friends with that spirit of of rejection of that 20-year-old, I knew he talked about it. It wasn't only his teacher, Erica. He never knew his father. So he was rejected by his father. So it was these little pot shots that the enemy takes. It's these little pot shots that the enemy takes at Erica King. It's 
It's these little pot shots that we take from our spouses in a marriage. It's these little pot shots that we take in an abusive relationship. So we in an abusive, less-than relationship just because of somebody to talk to. I don't want to feel lonely, this fear of loneliness. I'm willing to uh, to put up, I'm willing to uh, marry a Jezebel, knowing that she's less-than. Because I don't trust God that he has the ability to bless me with something better. Sister, I stand with you today. cry out to you, to cry out to that spirit. To cry out to that Holy Spirit, that battery is low. I cry out to that spirit that's deep inside of you that needs to be recharged. needs to find her way back to the power source that needs to be restored. Amen. Fill her up, Lord. Fill her up. Fill recharge the battery. Reclaim her. Reclaim Erica King, Father God. So much is hinging on her deliverance. Send your word. Send your word. Send your word, God. Send your word in her life. Send your word in her history. Take her back to those places of hurt, shame, defeat. Help her understand she has the ability to heal herself of those wounds. Hope to understand that she has the ability to release the connection she has with the spirit of fear. In the name of Jesus, 
I ask you to send that Holy Spirit, that one angel that can wrench apart rejection and rebellion. We wrench the two apart and we cast the spirit of rejection and rebellion into the pit of hell. And we ask the Holy Spirit to seal that pit never, ever again, never again, never again. Father God, I ask you to send the spirit of love, kindness, Perseverance, love, power, I ask you, God, to replace the spirit of double-mindedness with a sound mind, one fixed on your word, your promises, that gives us the ability to say to our mountains, be thou moved and cast into the sea and believe that it is so. And believe that if we believe that it is so, it will be done in the name of Jesus. We can speak to our mountains. We can speak to our giants. We can destroy those things that hinder us. I ask you to send your spirit, God. That reminds her that she has the right of, as the child of God, to live prosperously, to live victoriously, to live abundantly, without lack, to live in surplus, to live in healing, to live in wholeness, as you will have us to do. And then, Father God, give her the authority to go out and cast those demons out that torment her relatives. Her loved ones. Her daughters. Father God, give her the authority to become Righteously indignant with casting out those things that are not like you. Father God, she takes authority of that spirit that controls the airways of timely church, that distorts the world even when and if the world goes forth, it is swept up. So it is limited even as it hits the ears. Of the people that she has met, has hugged, 
has loved, has touched, has fed, has prayed for at Conley Church, at Conley Street Drive. Father God, send your warning angels. Set them out on the post at Conley Drive. Set he wards off evil spirits, drive them back into the woods. So they only peek. He's always been there since we came. Hey, shy. He never left. Empower him. You can empower him. You can empower him to do his job, Erica King. He was placed there when you asked us to come there. Under the unction of the unction of the Holy Spirit, you didn't even understand what you were asking for when you asked it. But you were a willing vessel, and you knew it had to be done. There is hope. Be encouraged, my sister. God is going to reveal himself to you in a mighty way. Hold on. Release that spirit of fear. I can do it. I can take you there. But then Erica got a war. Erica got to pick up her own sword and drive it out of her life, drive it out of her family's life, drive it out of her loved one's life, drive it out of her church, drive it out of her job, drive it out of her car, drive it out of her friends, drive it out of her mother. Drive it out of her father. Drive it out of her pastor. Drive it out of her bishop. Drive it out of her network. In the name of Jesus. You have the ability and authority to do that. The devil is on the run. And he'll flee. From this day forth, when you realize you have that ability to do it and you say, okay, no longer, okay, no more friends with fear. Whatever is driving me to do, I'm going to pick up another another spirit. I'm going to pick up the spirit of fear, power, and love, and the sound mind. I'm going to use those to drive me. I'm not going to be fearful of those people who... I think may be speaking against me. I don't care what they think. I am moving under the unction and under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. I am called. Erica King is called to do those four things. To restore sight to the blind. To release the captives. To set at liberty those who are held bonded to heal the sick, and to raise the dead. Amen. Once you start Amen. doing my sister, your way will be prosperous. Amen. Once Amen. you start doing that, your, 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 your way will be prosperous, and you will receive blessings. You won't have room enough. The whole 
people around you will be living in the overflow. In the name of Jesus, it is so. Amen. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? How is everyone? I'm good. Who is this? Lisa. Hey, Lisa. Hey. Hey. Lisa, 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 Lisa. Let's go in. Let's go in. Let's go in together. Let's go in together. I'm on the road. I'm driving for the next hour. So, hey, let's get it. Let's go in hey, together. Lisa. Let's go in hey, together. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Was that my Let's big sister who said that? Let's go in. Let's go in. Let's go in. Prayer warriors on the line, pray against the spirit of idolatry and with craft on this line. Prayer warriors, pray. Cover this line, anoint the line, that God's word goes forth to accomplish its set goal. It does not return to God void. That God's word is yea and amen. That God's word is bread unto the children. That bread is healing. That bread is a bread of provision. That bread is a bread of prosperity. God wants to prosper you. God wants to prosper you. Oh, hallelujah. God wants to prosper you. Oh, so many blessings that got held up from our unholy alliance to whatever spirit that we made alliance and it changed our personality. And that particular personality, we we like it. That that for some odd reason we like that. Whatever whatever that spirit of rejection causes that spirit to change, we start being comfortable with that spirit. Come on. I don't know what it is, Lisa. Whatever whatever you got comfortable with that wasn't really like God, that's prohibiting you, God, from prospering you. Wow. If I were you, I would be mad. I would be righteously indignant. 
against the spirit that is holding up your prosperity. Prosperity means a lot, my daughter. Who? Prosperity. Prosperity. So not only are you surviving and thriving in the in in a tumultuous situation, you doing well. You prospering. That's what God sees you as. That's what God gave you. But but if you ain't in it and you ain't flowing in that, guess who is holding that up? Guess what spirit is holding that up? So I don't know what happened in your formative years, what caused you to be afraid, what caused you to be ashamed, what abuse, what trauma that damaged you. Damaged you and I and others on this line. that caused us to create and make an unholy alliance with whatever personality that spirit created in us, that gave us a double mind that caused both of those spirits, uh, both of those personalities not to mature. One selfish, one angry, one dominated by the Spirit of rejection and orphan. The other one has the Holy Spirit deep inside. They yearn. First, as the deer panted for water. That's your spirit thirsting to drink of the waters, of the living waters from God. You tap into that source every time you read about yourself. You tap into that source every time you sup with God. You tap into that source. You realize that Lisa is his daughter. When you move in that authority, things change, and you've seen it. When you walk in your Family title. Amen. You evangelize. You heal children. 
you change generations. You plant seeds into children, and the children take the word home and germinate the family. Wow. When you tap into the energy source, you're able to grow as a tree near rivers of living waters producing fruit. Your fruit is being eaten by those children. The seeds of that fruit is being taken home and disseminated into the families. So you're changing the atmosphere in generations. Under the anointing, under the flow, Under those times when you move in your family name, and you know what he's called you. What God called you, that's your family name. However, Sometimes you, I, and other members of this prayer call don't move in our family name. That's when God removes his anointing. That's when God removes his hand. And that's when the enemy can do his dirty work. That edge of anointing is a little lowered. Every time we move and we do the perfect will of God, that edge of that God has built around us gets thicker, gets taller, and the enemy can't see us, can't see Lisa. However, ungodly connections, this ability to allow that spirit that we've made friends with to control our lives lowers the edge. And the enemy can see us a little bit better. And he can shoot fiery darts. And sometimes, sometimes, even if we have our shield up and we can deflect some, some can get through. And when that time it gets through, that's causing the hurt. That's causing the pain. That's causing the anguish. It's causing the frustration. That's causing your prosperity to be Held up. Amen. Wow. Mm. 
got it. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Wow. Wow. What does Western Dictionary say about prosperity? To prosper. That's you. That's what God wants you to bless you with. Prosperity. Wow. But that enemy is holding it, holding it up. I'd be pissed. <laughs> but but this is me. So if I read stuff about prosperity and it says all that and I know that this enemy is holding that up, I'm mad, I'm angry, I'm 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 picking up my sword, I'm fighting. I'm fighting for my prosperity. I'm fighting for anything I have to no longer yeah. am I. No longer am I selling for less. In the name of Jesus. But you got it, it's up to you though. It, it, freedom ain't free. You got to fight for no. it. Yes, Lord. Now, I, 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 we, man, we in the throne together. I, 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 we in the, I saw it just as clearly as you did. So I mean, I can only want so much for you. But then Lisa got to fight. Erica got to mm-hmm. fight. Sam got to fight. Mark Gully got to fight. Mark Child got to fight. Shaheen got to fight. Mr. Collins got to fight. Debbie got to fight. Jan got to fight. Nate got to fight. This enemy ain't going to give us our freedom when he's been controlling us for how many years of our lives? it been causing us to do things. All, all these years of our lives held up our blessing, making us be less than all that we can be all in our lives, and we wonder why we didn't get this and why this didn't happen. That's because we didn't drive him out. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy to feel depressed and not war against this depressed spirit. It's easier to feel depressed. I'm speaking to the depressed spirit. In my life and in somebody else's life, it's easier to feel depressed. It's easier to not make decisions. It's easier to not pay bills. It's easier not to do it. Wow.
So is it easier to just be slain by the destroyer? Is it easier just to lay down your weapon and just say, okay, kill me? I'll just give up. Oh, what's the point? Life is over. Or do we use the weapons of warfare, which are not carnal, but they are spiritual, to bring down strongholds? To bring down strongholds, burdens in our lives. If we only use them. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? Hey, Joy, did you pray for me already or not? Man, Lisa, if I if I pray for you anymore, I don't know, I'll turn gray. You I mean you got you got you got the ability to to sit stuff in your family. You got the the spiritual ability. Your neuron or I, I pray for your neuron to be sensitive to the movement of the enemy. I pray that you're able to drive out the enemy in your family. What, what, what more you want God to give you? That, that, that you can't draw down, that you can't ask God to give you, that he ain't already provided. What, what more can we go into the throne for? That you you don't have the ability to do to yourself. You, you He just said you got the ability to do it. For yourself, for 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 little old Renee, Renee got the power to to put some demons asunder, and yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. You you got all you need, sister. You got your margin order to to start filling filling some things that that this whole prayer line need to know about. You you can you can sensitize us to the movements of the of the enemy. You you can you can warn us to cover ourselves, you know, for the for the spirit of depression before the spirit of depression tries to jump on any of us. You can feel that movement. You can you can feel that movement or that financial financial uh, uh, problem that's gonna come in in somebody's life because the enemy is planning that. Those vi- acts of violence just didn't come about. I reminded you that you had the ability to sense that out. You have the ability to anoint your little baby on that line to become the woman of God that she'll have, that she could be. You have the ability to come against events that are designed for her destruction. So your time. Renee is spent on your knees covering your family, covering the prayer call, covering folk, asking God to make you sensitive to the movement of the enemy. Is there anything else, my sister?
Is there anything else? My sister. So we're going to end up in the prayer, in the prayer. Last call for altar call. Is uh, Eric still on? Okay, sorry about about whoever just said something for me interrupting. But, um, Adre, I thoroughly agree with you on that. And matter of fact, when you was praying for Erica and you was praying for her around the things that surround her, um, for the people for who she should not give mind for what they think about her, but then for her to have a mindset and a spirit of not being drawn in. A lot of times we want to do things in order to... Wait, wait, wait. Who said not being drawn in? I did not say that. I said that to to give her the ability to not think about what people say or, or, or what they think about her, but she has the power... And the soundness, she has the, 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 God gives her the spirit of love, power, and sound mind to carry out what she will have her to do. Not be drawn into anything, but that she moves forth within her calling. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's what we said. That's, That's what I said. And, and, and so, the, so, so is Erica on the line? Because so, because Sam asked if she was on the line. Did she? Did she pick up? I don't know. I just sent her a text. But, okay. Uh... <laughs> oh, Jesus, be offense all around me every day. Mm-hmm. All right. Even if she's not on, um, Andre, I want. Well, you know what? We're both gonna uh, pray for her church situations. I don't know if you addressed that or not when you were praying for her, but I feel you know her church situations. And, and I and I say situations, and I should say church because, well, as you know, we said that she's gonna end up going to form her own. But yet, still, there's some things going on in her church as well. So I want both of us to pray regarding that, Brother Sam. You know, humbly, uh, 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 Apostle. Uh, you know, this this was addressed weeks ago. Okay. I, I I told you, you know, that God revealed to me that this is it's a it's a principality. It is a principality that hovers over the entire system that the church is under. Her bishop is under the, 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 the demonic influence of a principality. And so we need to understand what principalities are. I, you know, I, 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 I wish I had the time to, 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 you know, really get out the Webster's Dictionary and understand the meaning, the physical meaning of what a principality is, and then understand what the spiritual meaning of the principality is. So, yes, sir, I don't have any problems to pray directly for this demonic 
principality. So it ain't just one spirit. It's a principality that is controlling the network of individuals, which includes her bishop and an entire, you know, board of bishops, which includes an entire pastoral board, which includes a entire region of churches. Amen. So I have no problems for that. I also said that it was it's a spirit that we both need to pray for that is controlling the sound. This wicked spirit can control the airways. So the word is is limited as it goes forth because it is the pastors under the influence of this principality. So even when he is under the anointing to preach the word and the word goes forth because of his air issue that I mentioned, it distorts the word in the eustachian tubes and the neurons of the ears of the parishioners. So this thing was deep, as I was explaining weeks ago. So this thing is so microscopic. We got to, yeah, I don't have a problem playing for that. Amen. Amen. Well, I also asked asked God to send Erica because we're not there. We can, we can, we, but we did charge up the atmosphere. We went around that whole church and outside the church and we anointed one central, one central ideal and theme was that we, we stood in agreement that that Holy Spirit, that oil represented a place of agreement, a place of commitment, a place of covenant. God put his Holy Spirit there. God put a warning angel. We can charge up that warning angel to keep the spirits at bay. Erica can, every time she goes in there, can come against that spirit that's holding up the sound system. So come on, brother, lead us in. I don't mind. (laughs) Amen. Amen, Father God. You pricked my heart, Lord, regarding the church, churches, because your sister, your daughter, mm, is in a unique position. That's it right there. Wow. Mm, she's in, and see, even when I was listening to her, Bob, that's part of the issue with her. She doesn't want to really rise up and take the reins. God's, like, giving her the reins. She's like, mm-hmm. And I keep hearing it. I keep seeing it. There's a confrontation coming. And and then when her walking but in her gift. destiny gifting, depends on it. <laughs> destiny, her very life. Yes. Hinges on this confrontation. Yes. She's got to do it. She's got to do it. She has no choice. She has no choice. And you know what? not ours. This even, is a spiritual battle. Even then, that, and not her very life, but because of the position, the lives of others as well. Mm, shut up. Go say, Dick, Father God. Wow. Father God, Lord, just be God in this situation and circumstance, Father. Father God, I'm not going to say anoint your daughter because she's already anointed. I'm going to say encourage and empower your daughter to step 
up. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. To step up and get beyond herself, because, Lord, as we're all coming to grips, it ain't about us. Come on, now. Shit, it'll go to Father God, <laughs> I know I can speak about me. This was not the path that I wanted to go on, but it ain't about me. It ain't about me, Lord. And she's, she's walking that path, Lord. So we all understand our pain, but, Lord, it's time. That's the difference. But see, now's the time that she's got to move. Now's the time that she's got to rise up. Now's the time that she must her, do what you've called her to do. It's not time to go sit at the back, but she must press her way in. Hallelujah. Mm. Mm. And the enemy knows that. He's just because he's doing what he can to get her to turn away, to yeah. leave it alone. See, sometimes we do need to back away from things, but as my man, a guy here, sometimes you got to confront it for what it is. Sometimes, yeah, wisdom says no, or wisdom says another way, or wisdom says not now, but then other times, wisdom says, you know what, now, because see, there is something called a righteous anger. See, when Jesus braided those whips, he was sitting out there communicating with his father before he took the whip and chased the gods and the money changers out of the temple, Father. See, right now there's an anointing because see what it is, God. There's a move that you're doing in your church and your people, and you have, you have orchestrated and put her to be the head at that location, in that place, so you can do the work that you've called her to do, Father God. So she must begin to rise up to do it, Lord, because it is covenant work, it's kingdom work, and your spirit is upon her. Let her walk in time. And the judge and the prophetess is Deborah. Let her walk in time. Let her walk in the fullness of who you called her to be, Lord. So she can. This was necessary that we did this today. Wow. This is necessary that we did this today. I started not to, I was bad, no, 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 but I know now that it was necessary. She don't have to forgive me. Stir it up, Lord. Stir it up, Lord. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Amen. Wow. I'm done. Man, I got speaking to her future. See her future. Speaking to her future. You mm. see her future. You see her. Speak to speak to that man of God. See what you see in her. Don't, don't, you ain't done. You see it. Mm. Call it. Speak it. Proclaim it. She's valuable. She's valued. Hmm. She's important. Hmm. She's recognized. 
Give her her office. Give her her office. Give her her office. She got a condition, get it a combust, get it a car. Oh, you know I'm going back to the event now. <laughs> you know, you know, what was that? Everybody started off in the t-shirt. I think he was over there, too. <laughs> well, you know what? She can go on to the teacher. She can go on into the evangelist. She can go on to the pastor. She can go on to the prophetical. She can come on over to the pop. She's walking in all five She's walking in all five She's walking in all five Because she's called to walk in all five to walk in And he needs her to walk in all five So she can go around to establish that which he wants her to do. She's a vital part of what we're doing. She's a vital part of the ministry. She's a vital part of his kingdom. She's going to go around not just establishing churches, but establishing businesses, establishing principles, establishing I, I should go to moral, I'm, how can I say this, moral and, and moral things. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to say it in the word that the world will, world will adopt it, but it's going to be spiritual principles. She's going to go around establishing things that people will digest. And, and, and the thing about it, because in her keenness, she's going to do it in such a way that they won't even recognize that it's the word. Because that's all these success books and things are. They're spiritual principles from the Word of God. So she's going to orchestrate and write things. <laughs> so people won't even understand that it's the Word, but the Word is going to enter in and feed them and it's going to begin to uplift them. <laughs> and what the Word you say is going to begin to liberate them so they can begin to shed those garments of heaviness. So they can begin to shed those things that are keeping them in bondage. Because, see, she's going to begin to minister to those who are, who are on the edge of taking their own lives are taking our families and, and they don't know what to do. She's going to begin to minister to them, to free them, both in the natural with the discernment and the counseling, but also in the spiritual. So she's going to recognize those demonic entities and they're going to recognize her and she's going to walk in the power that God has anointed her and tell them to cease and desist. Mm. she got to walk in her power. She has to. That's why the confrontations are going to happen, because they're going to begin to show her that she's got it. That's why the confrontations are important, because it's going to begin, it's going to force her to walk in what she already has, to move in what God has given her, and she's going to see it for herself and say, okay, well, I know I got this. I ain't worried about it. Demon, get behind me. You see me coming. None of it in her, but recognizing who she is. So Holy Spirit anoint that woman of God so she can flow in the fullness of who you called her to be. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 I'm going back Amen. on you. Wow, wow, yeah, wow. Yeah, the, the apostle, he, he, he the man, y'all. He the man, y'all. He the man, y'all. Pull on him. Pull on him. Pull on him. He went there. He spoke into the future. He spoke. He proclaimed 
the future. Pull on him. Pull on him. He don't want to do it. He don't want to do it. He jumped off the line. Pull on him. Pull on him. Hello? Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Okay, we went into, we went into silent air. <laughs> I want to make sure everybody was still connected. Yeah, I'm I I I'm not sure everybody want to hear what the apostle got to, got to proclaim, and so it, it went silent. Oh. But I'm not scared. I'm giving he he in a vein. If if you all don't sense it, I sense it. He in a vein. He tapped in. He tapped in. He tapped in. What he's going to say is much stuff as we see that's going on, and that's only it's just like looking at an iceberg. You look at the tip of what's what's, what's protruding out of the water, but what's up under there is a bigger monster than what you see up top. And with all of this that we see that's going on, we got to get ourselves into position so that we can receive what was promised to us. Amen. We got to get ourselves into position in order for revelation to come forth. We've got to go. We got. We got to go ahead and do for what we got to do in order to fulfill our purpose. As Amen. well as God's will. Amen. Amen. And the thing of it is, um, you know, sometimes you have to get a little too close. But then, too, you have to be very prayerful and mindful for when you get back further. Because when you get back further, your, your sight spectrum is a whole lot bigger. You get to pick up more because you're you're back. You have a bigger screen of um, panorama. If you're up too close, your your screen of panorama is not that big because then now you got to move your head more. And when you move your head, you might have missed something on the left or the right. But when you're sitting back and you got a you got you got a scene of a bigger picture. Okay, it's going to be a time for where you don't have to come be catapulted to the front to confront and then let them know what you saw to in order for them to correct themselves. Amen. Confrontation is on. Amen. Amen. You're right. You're right, Renee. You're right. You're right. Seeing the bigger picture, seeing the confrontation, I, I agree. Anybody else? Anybody else needing prayer before we end the call? One last call. We're gonna wrap it up. We're gonna wrap it up. Anybody else? Well, I'm gonna wrap you. it up. Dre, I'm gonna I'm gonna pray for you. Amen. <sighs> Diz que 
Indian Rose Kamboko Sanraka Soko Niskinde Today Oh Shandanda Roko Diske Today is a day of tremendous change in you and your household. Oh yes. Today mm, is a day of tremendous change. You have been fighting, you have been warring, you have been standing. You have been trusting and believing God. So often when you've been looking at it, everything seemed to be in the opposite direction. Everything seemed to be seemed to be nay. It won't happen. The very things that you begin to stand the gap for, the opposite happens. God is pushing all of that back. You got a little residue to deal with. But today, you are literally stepping out into your future, your destiny. There are things that God has been speaking and showing to you, and you've been saying, I'm not ready. You say, I, I can see that, but not right now. There are things that the Lord has been revealing and preparing you for. You just keep walking this path that he has placed you upon, because he's not only showing you, he's also preparing you, and he's also moving you. He says the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. That means the steps of the path that you're walking are ordained and ordered by God. Now, I'm going to ask for the Holy Spirit to empower you and give you that new set of armor that you need so you can withstand the fall, that you can withstand the battle. Young man, mm, 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 I got to go here. I got to go here, Dre. See, what happened to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? <laughs> they went into the furnace, and it was so hot. That even the man that was throwing him in there, he perished. Those are the type of fire that God is putting you in. Those are the type of things and scenarios that God is positioning and placing you in, in situations and circumstances in people's lives that fire is going to be so turned up that they themselves will lose it, but you're going to be walking around, giving directions, giving orders moving, ministering, whatever you see needs to be done, you're going to be flowing to such a level of the anointing of God. You've got to go, young man, young man, young man, as you begin to grow your duty, you're going to begin to see things. <laughs> All you got to do is just go place your hands and say amen and keep walking. It's going to change in somebody's life. What? See, people got healed from the sweat, from the Paul of Peter's handkerchief, from the shadow. So, so young man, yeah. young man, yeah. this, guy, this guy is moving in your life. <laughs> the things are shifting. <laughs> you, know, so, you, know, so you just be obedient to the leadership of the Holy Spirit. And don't worry about the what happened. You just let God be God. If he tells you to speak a word, speak that word. If he tells you to confront that spirit, confront that spirit. If he tells you to take the time and minister, take the time and minister. 
flow in the level of the anointing of the Holy Ghost that you have never flown at before. At times you're going to be scared. At times you're going to feel lost. At times you're going to say, Lord, this doesn't seem, I don't know, Lord, is going too fast, but you got to trust your God. you got, Lord, is this you? If it's not you, then let me know. Lord, is this the pastor? If it's not you, then let me know. Sometimes when we reach a point in our walk, then we say, okay, Lord, you know what? I don't know, but I tell you what, I'm going to start going forward, and if it's not the path, I need you to stop me or correct me, but I can't be stagnant. I must move. See, see, as you begin to flow at the pace and the level of the anointing of the Holy Spirit, it's going to affect villages, towns, lives. Walk and do what he called you to do. Your sister will follow. She ain't got no choice. She ain't got no choice. She sees and she recognizes she's just struggling in her own. You don't have to mm, you don't have to minister to her by your words, you're ministering to her by your actions. Come on now. You'll have to okay, break this down, sure. Please make no no no. You speak, you do, and you go forth and do what God calls you to do. You say a word, you do what God calls you, and you press her way on. She she grown. She's getting it. She's getting it. She's getting more by what she sees you doing. She's getting more by, by the application of the word in your own life, in your own walk. And it's affecting her much more than she realizes because she's drawn to it. Mm. She's drawn to it because she knows she needs it. Her spirit is saying, yes, that's it. Her spirit is saying, that's the path, that's the rest. And her spirit is, is driving her towards it because she needs it. And it's feeding her. It's feeding her. There are businesses and things that God has inside of you that are going to begin to grow up and develop. There are plans and directions that God has inside you that are going to begin to manifest. Some things are going to be for the immediate. Some things are going to be for later on down the road. But to begin to begin to jot things down and put things down and let, and, and let God orchestrate and put it all together in his time and in his way. The more you stay out of your head, the better off you'll be because it's a faith journey. And we understand that. I don't have to put, you understand what I mean by that? I don't have to say, don't be, no, 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 no. We, we understand. We, 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 see, we're grad students on this line. So you understand because you're getting your head, you get to analyzing and figuring out, listening at what you got, what I ain't got, and you get paralyzed. And that's how that fear energy and it stops you. Amen. God says, I have placed a high value on you. God says, I have much need of you, so since I have need of you, I'm going to orchestrate everything so it will line up to fit my purposes because you've lined up with my will. Because you've lined up with my will, it's got to happen. It's got to happen. So just keep me, even when you go to the conferences, even when you go to the conferences, just listen to that which God tells you to do. You're going to meet people. You're going to get out there. Divine connections will be made. Divine I was joking with Gully last night. I said, you know what? I believe before the year is over, I'll be able to drive a nice car. I ain't got no hole in the floor. I got heat. I can turn on my car. I said, oh, that would be so lovely. I believe it'll happen before the year is over. It's coming, man of God. The release, the breakthrough, the finances is coming. You know why? Because you ain't attached to it no more. 
You, you ain't bound by it. You're free because you understand the purpose. And you understand the covenant kingdom. So God says, I'm going to give you more than enough because you're going to be a blessing to others. So man of God, I just release blessings, prosperity, divine healing in your life. Let your spiritual gift is a God that's blessing and endowed you with begin to rise up and begin to overflow. And you begin to flow into the fullness of God-given ability of your life. In Jesus' name I pray. Woo! Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Woo! Amen. Glory. Glory. All righty. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No problem. Without further ado, next next Friday, Lord willing. Same back time, same back station. Amen. Amen, amen. Peace. All right. I'll talk to y'all later. Okay. Have a blessed one. Okay.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.